Welcome to the Essential Astrocast. I'm your host, Veronica Peretti. I'm a yoga teacher, a coach, and most importantly, an astrologer. And that's why I come to you every week here in your podcast feed to let you know what's going on up there in the heavens so that you can dictate your fate down here on earth. Let's get started. Welcome back to the Essential Astrocast. I'm Veronica, and we are still in the new moon in Leo vibes, which is so nice if you have not set your intention. This was a very potent new moon. So if you've not set your intention yet, you have all week, you really have the next two weeks, you can do it anytime before the full moon, but really optimal to do it this week. We have some great moons. The moon's currently in Virgo as I'm recording on Tuesday. The moon is going to move into Libra on Wednesday and then into Scorpio later in the week on Friday, late at night. The Libra moon is particularly nice, but really do set an intention with this new moon in Leo because this new moon in Leo triggered that Saturn square Uranus that we're working with all year. So hopefully after the astrology that we've been through the past few weeks, you have a little more clarity on what your Saturn Uranus story is. You might not know all the details, but you're following the breadcrumbs. So a nice new moon to embrace the changes that are here because the only constant is change. We all know that and we all have to work with it. So this new moon gave us a little enthusiasm to work with the changes that are occurring. So we're still feeling the waves of changes this week. It was an interesting new moon because we had the new moon in Leo and then we had the Venus opposite Neptune on Monday. And I don't know about you, but I was wiped out. Now, Venus is our relationships, our money, our values. Neptune is our subconscious. It is our dreams, our ideals. It also, along with the moon, rules the bodily fluids. So if you felt the tears coming on Monday or early this week or late this weekend, you are totally feeling that Venus opposite Neptune. Now, the good news is that once the moon went into Virgo, it snapped us out of that. We got brought back down to earth after feeling like we were under the water. So that's a nice thing, but it was pretty intense. I felt wiped out. I could not get off the couch. Like in the afternoon, I just was dragging all day. So I don't know if that's your Venus opposite Neptune story, but it hit me pretty hard. Now with that said, the moon went into Virgo and then it was like everything snapped into place and we all went to work. So now we're working on making the changes that we embraced with the new moon. And as I'm recording this on Tuesday, we have a lot of changes happening in the news. We talked a little bit about Andrew Cuomo, the governor of New York last week, and he resigned today. We saw a big climate report come out about really getting serious about doing something about climate change. There was an article in the New York Times, and I'm sure it was written up other places, but a big climate report came out. And this is expected because we have Uranus at almost 15 degrees Taurus. So the fixed signs are Taurus, 
Aquarius, Scorpio, and Leo. And because the Saturn square Uranus that we're living with all of 2021, they are in fixed signs. So we are working with this axis, these four signs a lot this year. And so anyone that has a lot of those signs in your chart, you're feeling that Saturn Uranus a lot. And when we have planets trigger 15 degrees of any of those fixed signs, it's called a world point. And it means that world events happen. So if you're thinking to yourself, God, there's a lot of news happening right now. It's because we had the new moon at 16 degrees Leo. That's one degree away from the world point. We have Uranus at 14 and change, pretty close to that 15 degree world point. And Saturn is not so close, but, you know, he's been in the mix all year squaring that Uranus. So we have all of that stuff being activated. And this week, the moon is going to go into Scorpio and it's going to continue to activate it. So the change is here. We're feeling the change. We're feeling it globally. It's not just you. It's everyone. It's every society. It's every community. It's every group. Because remember, Saturn is in Aquarius and Aquarius rules groups and communities. And that is a huge part of our story this year. How do we show up for the group? How do we show up for the community? How do we show up in our society? How do we show up for the whole, not just the individual? That's part of the work with Saturn and Aquarius, and he's going to be there for quite a while longer. So we got time to do the work. Now, there's a lot of good things happening too, right? So you're seeing in the news that we're getting this bipartisan vote for infrastructure. You're seeing that the vaccine mandates are going into place. A lot of people don't like it. A lot of people do like it. But this is par for the course. We knew when Jupiter went back into Aquarius that restrictions were going to come back. They might be the same. We're talking about masks again with the pandemic, and they might be different. Now we're talking about mandates. And this is Saturn's job. When we get out of control, Saturn comes in and he reels us in. And that's part of what's happening. And Jupiter is amplifying that because Jupiter is back in Aquarius. Jupiter is also the teacher. So when Jupiter goes back into Aquarius and says, all right, guys, we've got to get some masks going. We got to get some mandates going. We got to listen. Jupiter is saying, listen up. I'm holding class. So The movement is happening after so much stuck, restless energy that we've been experiencing all year with Saturn and Uranus stuck in this square. We all have felt like I got to do something. I want to jump out of my skin because I'm so restless and I want to do something, but I don't know what to do. And it appears that there's a little movement right now. We're getting some indications of what we got to do. So now we just got to do the work. And that's really what this week is about. This week is what I'm titling practical dreaming. Leo is all about the creative spark. What brings you joy? What's the dream? Where do you want to shine in your life? Where do you want to show up? Where do you want to lead? What is your greatest desire deep in your heart? It's all of the romantic stuff. 
It's bravery and courage. It's the stuff that we celebrate because Leo is the sign of celebration. Virgo is the sign of let's pull out the spreadsheets and the calendar and make this happen. So my motto for this week is practical dreaming. Let's bring the practical elements to the dream. So whatever your dream is that you're working with, with that new moon in Leo, all the planets in Virgo are going to help you actually put it on paper and bring it out into the world. And that's pretty exciting. And that's the movement that we're talking about. So the new moon did have a yod, a finger of God pointing to Mercury in Leo. So there's messages being delivered and we're hearing things and now we just have to act on it. You might not want to hear it, but it is information that you need to know so that you can take action. And frankly, that's exciting. After so many months of so many clients telling me they just feel heavy and stuck, there's definitely some movement here. And that is a nice change of pace. We also had Mars square the nodes with that new moon in Leo. And I know I'm talking a lot about something that already happens, but I feel like this new moon in Leo is still so present energetically for us this week. So I just want to review some of these important points. Mars was squaring the nodes. And whenever a planet is squaring the nodes or talking to the nodes, We have choices to make that will impact our destiny. And Juno, which I don't talk about asteroids a lot, but Juno is the asteroid that is associated with commitment and marriage. Juno is conjunct the south node. And Mars squaring the nodes says to me, this is an opportunity for you to take action to let go of some of the commitments that are outdated for you, that no longer serve you, that just aren't working or maybe it is an opportunity for you to release yourself from the commitment to a dream or a hope or a goal that isn't in alignment with your values anymore or just isn't in alignment with your life anymore there are a lot of people right now who are breaking away from things whether it's breaking away from friendships or breaking away from relationships or breaking away from jobs or moving. There's been a lot of shifting and changing, and you know that all of 2020 and 2021 has been just a masterclass in changing. We're constantly changing. We're constantly getting new information and changing direction. So that is what we're dealing with, of course. But there is a lot of energy right now that is leading people to want to purge that leading people to want to clean house. And it was so funny because I was teaching my online yoga club class for the new moon. And every month we get together for the new moon and the full moon. And we do some restorative yoga, we do some meditation, and we do some journaling. And we set our intentions around what we want to manifest at the new moon and what we want to release at the full moon. But so many people that I spoke to around this new moon wanted to let go of stuff. And I think that was because Mars, which is our action, our muscles, was squaring the nodes. And we have that Juno, that commitment with the south node, which is what we need to release. The south node is what we're getting rid of. Where we've been, it's over. We're letting it go. We're moving toward the north node in Gemini. So with that said, 
there's a lot of liberation to be had. There's a lot of freedom to be had with the astrology right now, as long as you're willing to embrace the changes because Uranus is squaring all these planets, the new moon, Saturn, it's going to be the moon in Scorpio later this week. Whenever we got a lot of Uranus, it means we're yearning for freedom. We're yearning for liberation. And the big secret about freedom and liberation is that it's often felt most profoundly when we have structure, when we have limitations, when we have boundaries. So without the boundaries, without the structure, without the container, we can't experience the freedom. So that is what this year is about, Saturn and Uranus, structure, liberation. And this week, we are getting a little bit of both of it. So it's a week to get to work, to embrace the part of yourself that embodies the Virgo archetype, wherever you have Virgo in your chart, that part of your life is getting amplified right now because Mercury is going to move into Virgo on Wednesday. So Venus and Mars are already there and Mercury is moving in and they are all moving ahead of the sun. Virgo season's coming. The sun will get there soon, but not quite yet. Virgo is all about the analysis. It's the logic. It can be judgmental. It can be discerning. It's the editor. And what's beautiful about astrology is that each of the zodiac signs builds on the sign before it and fills the void from the sign before it. So if Leo is the artist who writes the masterpiece, Virgo is the editor that puts the finishing touches on it so it's ready for the world. And that's the beauty of Virgo. It is so good. All the mutable signs, Virgos, Geminis, Pisces, and Sagittarians, they're all good at putting the finishing touches on something. So this week, Mercury goes into Virgo, and we get to put the finishing touches on whatever we're working on. We get to be the editor. We get to use that Virgoan discernment to decide what stays and what goes. And that is another reason you might be having an overwhelming urge to purge your closet, just like I'm doing. Because whenever we have a lot of Virgo energy, we all want to get rid of stuff. We want to move it out. We want to organize it. We want to really be working in the most efficient of ways because that's what Virgo prides itself on. Now, before Mercury leaves Leo, he has an opposition to Jupiter and that is on Tuesday. And so Mercury and Leo opposite Jupiter, that can bring a lot of enthusiasm and optimism and it can bring big news. We got that news that Cuomo was resigning today, which took a lot of people by surprise. Mercury is not only about expressing yourself. He is the messenger. He rules our communication, but a big part of communication is listening and Jupiter is the teacher. So Tuesday, early this week, there is a great opportunity to listen. This week, there are a lot of oppositions and a lot of quincunxes or inconjuncts. And 
we don't always talk about in conjuncts, but lately I feel like I've been talking about them a lot. And I think that's just, there's been so many of them and they seem to be important right now. It's very interesting. Whenever I notice myself being pulled toward either looking at an asteroid or looking at an aspect that I don't normally include, it's usually because there's something important and my intuition is guiding me there. So there's a lot of in conjuncts this week. It seemed important, so I'm going to include them. I don't always include them, but I just wanted to give you the heads up on that. The beauty of oppositions, we talked about this last week, is that it always gives us an opportunity for compromise. Because if you and I are standing on opposite sides of the room, we can always walk toward one another and find some ground in the middle. That is the beauty of oppositions. There is always an opportunity to meet in the middle. The downfall of oppositions is that it can bring more polarization. If I insist on staying on my side of the room and you insist on staying on your side of the room, we're never going to find common ground. So going back to that Mercury opposite Jupiter, Mercury in Leo loves to be loud and bold, but he's got to listen. He's got to listen to that Jupiter and Aquarius. So we got to do some listening this week. We got to do some compromising this week and we got to do some adjusting this week because the in conjuncts are telling us that we got to do a little bit of a balancing act. And that's not always easy. It takes a lot of sensitivity to do the balancing act. And we've had a lot of astrology that encouraged us to kind of hit everybody over the head with what we think. There's a lot of self-righteousness. There's a lot of, I'm going to get my point across and I'm not listening. And I actually had a conversation with my mother the other day and she said, you always talk over me. And as a person with a son, Mercury, Kazemi and Aries, that is something I'm very good at. So this stuff this week is not easy, and I know that better than most. There is a lot of opportunity for being aware of the nuance this week, okay? And Virgo is all about the details. So when Mercury moves into Virgo on Wednesday, we're all going to be interested in those details that we were willing to overlook when Mercury was in Leo. Hey, did you know that you can practice yoga with me every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, as well as two Sundays a month? In Online Yoga Club, I take the practice of yoga and the ancient wisdom tradition of astrology and bring them together and we practice in collaboration with the planets. I hope you'll join me. You can find all the details at veronicaparetti.com yoga. Now, moving on, Venus is in a trine with Pluto on Wednesday. So Wednesday is one of the nicest days this week. We have Venus working with Pluto 
after Mercury moves into Virgo, Venus is in Virgo, Pluto's in Capricorn. It is going to be a meeting of the minds for the earth signs. The moon will be in Libra, which will help with the compromise because Libra loves fairness and equality and working with the other person. That's going to be helpful. But Venus trying Pluto is really a nice aspect. It's a nice transit for focus and strategy and having clear eyes and seeing the situation for what it is and finding strategic ways to work with what is. Again, this goes back to my theme for the week, which is practical dreaming. So you have the dream, you know what you want to make, or you wrote the masterpiece. Now, how are we going to edit it and make it right and get it out into the world? That is the Venus trine Pluto. What's the strategy? What are the steps that we need to take to make this happen? Then on Friday, we have Mars in conjunct Saturn. I told you there's a lot of inconjuncts, and they're really going to hit bam, bam, bam this weekend. So this weekend, you might be feeling a little unsettled or out of sorts because inconjuncts are just a little uncomfortable. So Mars in conjunct Saturn, you might feel like you're having to adjust your action plan or slow it down and take some time to review. But that's annoying because Mars doesn't like to do that. Although he's in Virgo, so he's more open to it than he would be in other signs. But this is the thing. Saturn is always working in your favor. And I know we like to demonize Saturn because he's a little bit of a wet blanket. He's not the most fun, but he's always working in your favor. So when he's slowing you down, it's so that you can speed up in the long term. And then on Saturday, we're going to have Venus in conjunct Jupiter. Now, Venus was opposite Neptune at the very beginning of the week, and now she's in conjunct Jupiter on Saturday. This is not a great week to spend a lot of money. This is not a great week to take a risky investment. This is not a great week to take a risk in your relationships or cut someone off because you're in a mood. It really is a week to analyze the data and make a strategy that is wise and well thought out and not impulsive. When Venus is in conjunct Jupiter, you might have the desire to eat all the cookies or spend all the money, but it's not wise because you're not going to have a great sense of your limits. So you really want to lean into the Venus in Virgo, the Mercury in Virgo, the Mars in Virgo, and use that discernment. Virgo is the selfless servant. It is the sign that is associated with devotion to others, to helping others. So if you are feeling a little stuck, a little restless, a little unsettled or uneasy this weekend, see if you can do something for someone else. Get yourself out of your own head. Get yourself out of your own way. On Saturday, we also have the moon in Scorpio, and that's going to activate the Saturn Uranus square that we're working with all year. So you want to be careful because you might have this desire to act out a little bit because Scorpio, you know, they're the scorpion. They sting. 
So if you're feeling a little restless, if you're feeling a little uneasy, you might sting. So pay attention to how you feel on Saturday. Really great day to take it easy, pull inward and spend some time alone so you don't take out your mood on anyone else. And then on Sunday, we have the sun in conjunct Neptune. I told you there's so many in conjuncts this week. It's crazy. Just a lot of adjusting energy. Really pay attention to the nuances this week. Pay attention to those little adjustments that you need to make. Again, Virgo is all in the details. Mercury is moving into Virgo. Our mind is going to be tuned into the details. Your sense of self or your ego might be taking a hit on Sunday when the sun in conjuncts Neptune. So slow down, take it easy and check in and see if your ideals align with your reality. So if you've been dreaming up this thing, but it's really not practical, remember this week is about practical dreaming. You might just want to take a step back and see if you can look at the big picture and maybe just sit with it, put it on the desk and sleep on it for a few nights before you take action on it. If you're not sure. The other thing is other people's egos might be really inflated on Sunday because the sun in Leo is going to be squaring the moon in Scorpio and Jupiter is opposite the sun. So that is what we call a T-square. So on Saturday, we have a T-square with the moon in Scorpio and Saturn in Uranus. And then on Sunday, we have a T-square with the moon still in Scorpio, but late degree Scorpio squaring the sun in late degree Leo opposite Jupiter at late degree Aquarius. So people's egos might be pretty inflated on Sunday. So you want to watch out for that. So if someone else is having an ego trip and then it is triggering your ego, just know this is what's going on. There's some stuff going on. The sun and the moon are having this little argument with Jupiter. It'll pass. It's super fleeting. So that is your week. I hope that you use this week to tune into the details, to tune into the nuance to allow yourself to be sensitive to the little changes and little adjustments that are happening and to keep moving forward. Because here's the thing, all of this astrology, everything that's happening is all in our favor. Even when we feel like life is happening to us, we have to remember that life is happening for us. So this is a challenge for sure, but we've been through a lot of tough astrology and this week is nothing compared to where we've been coming from. So I hope you have a wonderful week. As always, you can come join me on Instagram at Veronica Peretti. And if you want to be part of my text community, you can text I'm in to 917- 5403401 and every few days I send a little astrology text just a reminder that you indeed do dictate your fate. All right, I'll talk to you next week. Thanks for listening. If you like the show, please rate and review it on Apple Podcasts and tell your friends. 
Finally, come find me on Instagram at Veronica Peretti. I'll talk to you next week.